Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Radio Intelliki. I am your humble host, Paul Lado, and today we are talking about channeling Marcus Aurelius. For those of you that don't know, um, for a long time I've been reading up and trying to implement Stoic philosophy into my life. It's a philosophy that I'm very comfortable with. But the things with most philosophy is that a lot of it is just bullshit words, right? And so our capability to move from words into implementation can sometimes be hard. So I've dug into some of my notes and some of my thoughts and I've put together, I guess, a series of exercises that people can do in order to implement some of the stoic beliefs if they choose to. Let's not forget my previous podcast where I had to pay out on some fuckers who basically thought that I was telling you guys what to do. Not telling you what to do, just giving you my thoughts. You like it, implement it. You don't like it, move right along. Uh, this will be a three-part series, um, so over the next three weeks, I'll be giving you guys some of my key exercises that hopefully will help you out. Um, as usual, the rules of engagement, uh, I don't do research. This is my own personal opinion-based exercises that have helped me and might help you. And I swear a lot, fuck shit, cunt, ass, boobs. So if you don't like swearing, if you're offended, now is the time to move right along. So, I've also got uh, the Amy Winehouse special, because a lot of people have been saying, what about Amy Winehouse, what about Amy Winehouse? I played an Amy Winehouse song, I think last week or the week before, and people wanted more. So I've gone and I've dug up uh, Back to Black, which is probably my favorite Amy Winehouse, and probably her most famous album. Um, And I have picked 10 beautiful tracks out of it, and we shall be playing them tonight. So, I hope you guys stay with me. and we'll be back after these songs. Yeah. 
right, we're back. So, what is Stoic philosophy? Well, Stoic philosophy was a form of philosophy uh, back in ancient Greece and ancient Rome, and a lot of it came from Socrates and so forth and got distilled down to, um, you know, some really key philosophers uh, like Epictetus and Seneca and Marcus Aurelius, who was an emperor of Rome. Um, and what it basically really deals with at its core is a, an alignment in what you do with nature, uh, whilst at the same time being ethical and logical in all your dealings, okay? And so what I've done is I've, I've over you know, the course of my studies into this and my implementations into it, I've kind of taken some of the key concepts, certainly for this these podcasts, and I've kind of implemented these exercises that I try to do on a daily basis in order to implement the philosophy as opposed to just talking shit about it, right? So I'm going to give you a couple now, and the first one is to review your impressions. So Epictetus kind of had the following to say about reviewing your impressions. Make a practice at once of saying to every strong impression, an impression is all you are, not the source of the impression. Then test and assess it with your criteria. But one, primarily ask, is this something that is or is not under my control? And if it's not one of the things that you can control, be ready with a reaction then it's none of my concern. Now, this is a, a key tenet of Stoicism, right? Which is to review your emotional responses, right? So think about your recent emotional responses. What made you angry? What nagging fears kind of continue to wear at you? Um, to whom do you have antipathy? Like, to whom are you mad at, right? In short, what negative emotions are you experiencing? Then ask yourself, why? Okay, why are you feeling anything other than serenity if you've done the right thing, right? To what kind of inappropriate impression have you allowed to come into you? What, what virtue, what skill, what capability have you lacked to allow this to come into you, right? So what this means is to not just sit there and experience negativity it's to actually assess what the root cause of that negativity is we often are triggered by things but that's not necessarily what what is the problem that's just something that has triggered it you know the, the proverbial kind of straw that broke the camel's back so if there's an an area of concern to you right so start keeping count of these incidents when they come into your mind Right? Because often just measuring something goes a long way towards fixing. Just knowing that, for instance, you know, you lost your cool and yelled at your kids four times this week, or that you snacked twice when you promised yourself you wouldn't, these things help. They keep it at the forefront of your mind. And it's the first step towards, you know, changing it, right? It's not a judgment. Remember this, it's not a judgment, it's just a number. But there are reasons behind that number and you can kind of work with those. The second uh, principle is called Brace for Trolls and Marcus Aurelius in, in his book Meditations uh, kind of puts it this way. Say to yourself in the early morning, I shall meet today inquisitive, 
ungrateful, violent, treacherous, envious, uncharitable men. All these things have come upon them through ignorance of real good and ill. People do not choose to behave the way they do, so that men of a certain type should behave as they do is inevitable. To wish it otherwise were to wish that the fig tree would yield its juice. Sorry, to to wish it otherwise were to wish the fig tree would not yield its juice. So let's talk about this bracing for trolls. As pessimistic as it sounds, right? And it really is. You can't deny the truth of it. On any given day, you're going to meet some real fuckwits in your life. Okay? So it's best to anticipate that and kind of remove the sting of that surprise when you come across these numb nuts, right? If you accept that you're going to have to deal with some of these people, you're going to meet them, shit's going to go pear-shaped, then it, it's not as bad when it actually happens. But kind of further to that, consider how you're going to handle them, like philosophically. Go through this kind of mental play acting of not losing your cool. And I tend to do this kind of in the shower, right? I'm going to meet a dickhead. He's going to come at me with some bullshit statement. How am I going to handle him? Am I going to fire back? Am I going to withdraw? Am I just going to have a laugh and move on, right? It doesn't really kind of... Uh, uh, matter because your response in the moment is your right response in the moment you punch him in the throat you punch him in the throat you're probably going to jail but that's just your response consider however right how you're going to kind of preserve your serenity your mindset and and be the bigger person right mm. one thing that helps me is that i admit that i have faults too and a fuckload of faults mm. and sometimes i harden better than at other times so the other thing that also helps me is to imagine that somewhere someone is going to meet me and right now they are probably taking a deep breath and uh, preparing to deal with my shit because again remember just as I might think someone's a jerk they might think that I'm a jerk the important thing here is that if you prepare for the worse if it comes you won't it won't have as much of a kind of impact on you because you've already prepared yourself mentally, not only about the fact that you're going to meet this dickhead, but also how you're going to deal with them. All right, I hope that has helped you guys a little bit. I'm going to play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon. <laughs> It's okay in the day, I'm staying busy, tied up enough so I don't have to wonder where is he, got so sick of crying, so just lately, when I catch myself. That everyone gets just disappears soon as. 
the sun sets. His fierce in my dreams, seizing my thoughts. He, he floods me with dread. Soaked his soul up. He swims in my eyes by the bed. Pouring myself over him. you guys are enjoying the Amy Winehouse songs. Modern jazz, I mean jazz has never been really my thing but this chick man, she had some mad chops on her. She was all fucked up as most of us are but you know what, maybe you need to be a little bit fucked up to write music like that and, and sing like that so I'm certainly enjoying it. So tonight we're talking about some practical exercises to implement stoicism and the next one I'm going to talk about is called Pause, Assess and Decide. And this is what Epictetus had to say. He said, Remember it is not enough to be hit or insulted to be harmed. You must believe that you are being harmed. If someone succeeds in provoking you, realize that your mind is complicit in the provocation, which is why it is essential that we not respond impulsively to impressions. Take a moment before reacting and you will find it easier to maintain control. Um, one of my favorite quotes is from Marcus Aurelius and it says reject your sense of injury and the injury itself disappears so whenever you kind of experience a powerful emotion the thing that I try to do and it's sometimes very hard this isn't easy keep in mind that all these exercises they sound easy um, and they sound clear and they sound you know common sense but they're hard to implement you're changing the habits of a lifestyle so what I try to do is I try to immediately take a deep breath and separate the, the, the event from my impression of it 
the event is what happened your impression is how you have at least initially instinctively view it right so what that means is that when something happens uh, as I've said before events are neither good nor bad it's only what we attach to them the emotions that we attach to them that make it so right keep in mind that anything outside your control is of no real concern right it cannot touch the you that matters but your considered response is yours to control right in other words you can't control what people do you can only control your response to what they do so you need to decide are you going to be angry are you going to be depressed are you going to be afraid and why are you going to be these things how are these things going to help you how do they make you stronger or a better person right how do they lead to a more productive and happy life there's a lot of people out there that kind of feed off their initial emotions and they kind of make these snap judgments and then wonder why they're depressed all the time no one can give you stomach ulcers except yourself that's one of my sayings right so instead of all this take a deep breath and kind of try and reach for some perspective whatever it is that's happened it's already kind of drifting into the past so you need to ask yourself like what does this moment require of me because things happen things end things happen and they move right along so just keep in mind that it's neither good nor bad it's only your response that makes it so the next one uh, is a, a really cool thing there is a thing called the stoic fork right and so the next one is called apply the fork okay and again this is what Epictetus had to say he said of all existing things some are in your power and others are not in your power in our power are thought impulse will to get and will to avoid and in a word everything which is of our own doing things that are not in our power include the body property reputation office and basically in the word anything which is not of our own doing things in our power are by nature free unhindered untrammeled things not in our power are weak servile subject to hindrance dependence on others remember that if you imagine that what is naturally slavish is free and what is naturally another's is your own you will be hampered you will mourn you will be put to confusion you will blame gods and men but if you think that only your own belongs to you and that what is another's is indeed another's no one will ever put compulsion or hindrance on you you will blame none you will accuse none you will do nothing against your will no one will harm you you will have no enemy for no harm can touch you so that's a really interesting thing so there's this thing called the stoic fork and the stoic fork is a question and it says is this thing within my power everything that i do i try to ask this thing is this within my power right you do this in all things that you think are of concern to you right things that happen in your head those impressions which you take on the actions you undertake the thoughts you form uh, your exercise of your will these things you control completely there's no external force that can make you do any of these or stop you from doing it right the important thing to keep in mind is that you are not your thoughts you are your actions now the results of your efforts they are largely not under your control you can do everything right and and you know follow the correct path 
and still not be rewarded. You can you can study all you want and still be considered an idiot. You can work like a mule and still be poor. You can live a healthy lifestyle and still get sick, right? Uh, a classic kind of stoic example is that of the archer, right? An archer can take the correct stance, aim perfectly, release the arrow with precision. But anything can happen after that, right? A wind can change and blow the arrow off target, the target can move, the string can break. Those things are not within that person's control. None of these results really should matter if the archer just restricts his concern to performing his task well, right? It's about the effort put forward, the intent, the will that matters, because we control that. So if you restrict your control to that which you control, and you can address those concerns with, with some thought and, and some wisdom and some courage, you'll be fine, right? Or alternatively, you can chase after things outside your control and just fucking forever be a fucking slave to the whims of fate. This is a very important thing because we often blame others for things that we are going through. Understand that if you're getting up in the morning, you're doing the right thing, right? You're following your path. Then anything outside your control is really none of your concern. So I try to apply the stoic fork as much as I can. Is this thing within my power? All right, I'm going to play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon with a couple more. Okay. 
love, love, love him Just to see that smile Makes my life worthwhile No, 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 him It's to love, love, love him And I do, and I do, and I do Oh, I'll be good to him I'll bring joy to him Oh, oh, everyone says There'll come a day When I walk alongside of him To know, no, no, him Is to love, love, love him And I do, I really do some shout outs to some of our show sponsors tracks restaurants uh, at 627 Nepean Highway Karam and 533 to 535 Nepean Highway Bomb Beach I was actually out there last night awesome food Monday nights Wednesday nights Palmer night Thursday night steak night um, about 20 between 20 and 25 bucks on those nights awesome food big serves too um, taking this opportunity to say congratulations to Jeff and Casey on the arrival of their new baby boy yesterday. Awesome news, guys. That was really, really good. Was so happy for you guys. Congratulations. Um, Oz Pet Minders, your trusted pet care alternative. Call Mr. Kevin Spencer today on 04888869738. This dude pretty much does everything. The dog walking, the pet transport, the waste removal, the feeding and watering, the medications. If you go away on holidays, he'll do like security checks, bring your bins in and out. Uh, turn lights off and on the whole lot. So reach out to him at ospetminers.com.au or on 04886-9738. My homeboy Ivan at doobsis.com. That's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. Web and application development. This guy is a gun. He does pretty much everything. The design, development, deployment, everything to do with the software development lifecycle. He'll uh, create new websites, uh, customize existing websites, he'll do multi-platform application development, front-end and back-end, uh, custom PHP and JavaScript software modules, he does search engine optimization, both on-page and off-page, reporting and analysis, the whole lot. 
So reach out to Ivan at doobsis.com, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. Uh, Cruise PT, my little brother Phil um, at Cruise PT on Facebook, C-R-U-Z space PT for personal training. Uh, if you ever wanted to learn how to fight and get fit without getting punched in the face, he is your guy. Um, check him out on Instagram too. The dude's got some crazy stuff that he does. So uh, reach out to him if you want to get fit as fuck and he will help you out. And of course, Screaming Fire BJJ, my own Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Uh, at Screaming Fire BJJ on Facebook. Don't forget, we've got some 10-week fitness challenges going on at the moment, and we've also got our 16-week empowerment through BJJ Self-Defense, uh, a zero to hero in 16 weeks. You don't need to have done any self-defense or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu before. You don't need to be feared. You don't need to be strong and fast. Just come and learn how to take people out with very little effort. So, tonight... We are talking about um, stoic exercises that I undertake in order to make my life just that extra little bit better. And I've got uh, two more for you guys before we move right along. And the next one is called Retreat into the Self. This is what Marcus Aurelius in Meditations had to say. People seek retreats for themselves in the countryside, by the seashore, in the hills, and you too can make it your habit to long for that above all else. But this is altogether unphilosophical when it is possible for you to retreat into yourself whenever you please. For nowhere can one retreat into greater peace or freedom from care than within one's own soul, especially when a person has such things within him that he merely has to look at them to recover from that moment. Perfect ease of mind, and by ease of mind, I mean nothing other than having one's mind in good order. So constantly grant yourself this retreat, and so renew yourself. But keep within you concise and basic precepts that will be enough, at first encounter, to cleanse you from all distress, and to send you back without discontent to the life to which you will return. Now, most of you know from, from I guess, previous podcasts that I'm a, a bit of a recluse, and so I'm very comfortable just being by myself and being at ease with my thoughts, whether they're good, bad, or ugly, right? A lot of people aren't. A lot of people fill their lives with, with shit so that they never actually have to sit down and ask themselves the hard questions. Or better still, they just take a gut full of piss or an arm full of drugs, you know, and get some chemical kind of uh, make me feel good. But really, how can you <laughs> how can you get away from it all when you always bring it with you? right? You have baggage. We all have baggage. You have fears, anxiety, anger, disappointment, self-loathing, the lies that you tell yourself, and all these other fucking poisons that you like, right? So if that's what you want to get away from, I'm telling you now, people, there are cheaper fucking tickets than the ones you get at the airport, right? The first thing you have to accept is that you cannot buy your peace of mind. No one can give you peace of mind. No one can make you happy. No one can make you at peace. You have to do this yourself. So if you are trying to find it on the beach, fuck, you may as well stick your hand in the sand and hum loudly to drown out all your thoughts, right? If you want to see the world to broaden your horizons, then that's all good. But the only place you're going to fix your head is in your own head, right? So there's this guy called uh, Chris Gill at Exeter. 
okay and he's got this exercise so the next time you need some relief from life find a quiet place go to your car go and sit in a toilet cubicle do whatever right take a seat close your eyes and consider these four critical facts and I, I do this all the time especially at work and stuff when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed right and these are the facts fact one only your opinions your pursuits, your desires, your aversions, and your actions are within your control. Nothing outside of your control matters in your pursuit of peace. Fact two, nothing that happens to you can hurt you unless you choose to be hurt. It's only your own opinions of events that cause you to be disturbed, right? Fact three, change is natural and inevitable. You may as well get angry at the rain as be disturbed by a change. In fact, four, the clock is ticking. What is the very next thing you will do to start moving in the right direction? So just those four things, those four facts, right? Put them into your own words and make a kind of mantra out of them like I do, right? Ponder them for as long as it takes and then get back to your work because you have control over this even if you occasionally need to take a kind of quick mental vacation or holiday to remember it. So the last fact for this episode is a really simple one, and it's one that I'm really trying to implement, and it's so hard for us as people because we've become, you know, people that validate ourselves externally, right? And it is simply this, live simply. And this is what Seneca had to say. He said, is it not madness and the wildest lunacy to desire so much when you can hold so little? It is folly to think that it is the amount of money and not the state of mind that matters, right? And that's a very important thing. We, so many of us live this life of constantly looking for external validation for what we are. And I've spoken about this at length in previous uh, episodes, Nothing, again, is going to bring you happiness. Everything that you need to be happy is within yourself. Everything that you need, all the validation you need, should come from you. Fuck what other people say, right? Because it, it can seem natural to want the, the best things in life, the big screen TVs and the fast cars and all that shit, because practically everyone wants it, right? Who doesn't want a bigger house or a faster car or a bigger vacation, right? But the fact is that because something serves its purpose well doesn't mean that it serves yours. Your purpose in life should not be to consume the best of all things. It's to really achieve fulfillment through excellence of character. Excellence of character is the way to go, right? The pursuit of all these luxuries and all these external things and all this consumerism, consumerism, <laughs> I'm losing my shit, actually precludes the pursuit of happiness and virtue. You can't kind of focus on both. The, the, the possession of external things creates this mental attachment to the external world, to things outside ourselves and our control. The consumption and the consumerism becomes a dangerous step, right, on this ongoing treadmill and never-ending need for kind of more and more and more and more. We're constantly striving for things to fill a hole that they cannot fill because that hole just keeps getting bigger and bigger. 
So really, the, the good life, in inverted commas, is anything but the good life, right? The material objects and the, and the sensations that so many believe to be the kind of the measurement of success are really just self-inflicted obstacles that actually prevent success. A smart person would instead kind of seek to get out of their life anything that does not contribute to their goals because anything that isn't helping is at best a distraction, right? Really, if you want to have a happy life, keep your life simple. Simple means easy to manage, easy to, to, to control within ourselves. Complicated means fucking hard, too many moving parts, too many variables, right? Keep your life simple and you will be happy. Um, Antoine de Saint-Exbury said, perfection is achieved not when there is nothing more to add, but rather when there is nothing more to take away, right? Everything that of value that you can ever hope to possess already exists in you. Your, your wisdom, your courage, your sense of justice, your self-discipline. All the other shit is just noise and baggage, man. It's just dust in your eyes. So the next time you sit there and you think, oh, you know, I'm feeling really shit about myself, I might just go and buy a bigger car or whatever. Stop. Think about why you're saying that and look for ways and root causes as to why you're feeling like shit within yourself before going out and splurging on bullshit that really is only going to make you happy for a short period of time. All right, I'm going to go and play a couple more songs and then we're going to come back and close off the show. So stay with us. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Well, sometimes I go out buzzing and I look across the water and I think of all the things what you doing? And in my head, I paint a picture. Since I come home, well, my body's been a mess, and I miss your gender hair and the way you like the daggers. Won't you come on over? Stop making a fool out of me. Come on over 
Alright, we're back. And we've reached the end of yet another podcast. So, tonight I've been giving you guys some stoic exercises to try and implement into your life to make things a little bit easier. Now, keep in mind that these things work for me, but they may not work for you. It It's important to understand that your life and my life are different and the paths that we choose are different. But if, you, if anything that I've said... Um, kind of resonates with you or has helped you then by all means try to implement it into your daily lives and hopefully you'll get a little bit more stability and happiness out of it Um, remember this is part one of a three-part series so there'll be more in the coming weeks so I certainly hope you guys have enjoyed it I hope you guys have enjoyed some of Amy's docile tones and uh, Be good to each other. Be good to yourself during the week. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And um, we'll see you next week. Deuces. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know. And this regret I got accustomed to. Once it was the ride, when we were at our hide. Waiting for you in the hotel at night. I knew I had him at my match. But every moment we get snatched I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility And you don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no capacity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm grown And in your way In this blue shade Do I stress the man when there's so many real things at hand? We could have never had it all, we had to hit a wall. So this is inevitable withdrawal. Even if I stop wanting you, that perspective pushes true. I'll be some next man's other woman, so I can't play myself again. I should just be my own best friend. I fuck myself in the head with stupid man. He walks away, the sun goes down, he takes the day, but I'm gone. And in your way, in this blue shade, my tears dry on their own. So we are history, the shadow comes, the sky is above. Say no regrets and no most of no days. Cause as we kiss goodbye, the sun sets. So we are history. The shadow covers me. The sky above the blaze, lonely lovers see. He walks away. The sun goes.